Welcome to episode 114 of Morning Kickoff, a weekly Vikings football podcast where we cover all news football. I'm your host, Matt Witt, and today we are live on youtube.com slash Matt Witt, as well as twitch.tv slash The Matt Witt. Come check us out every Monday and Thursday morning, or listen to all the pre-recorded podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Today we have a fun episode. We're going to be previewing week two matchup against the Arizona Cardinals that will be airing this Sunday, 3.05 Central Time. So I hope you all do enjoy uh, listening to this preview and Hopefully, this week will go a little bit different than the last week. Do you enjoy listening to this podcast? If you don't, that's totally fine. But if you do and would like to help out, there will be a link in the description that will bring you to my merch store. At this store, we sell t-shirts, sweatshirts, and mugs, and all of the profit earned will go towards the production of this podcast. Thank you all, and enjoy the show. All right, week two preview for the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings will be traveling to Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals this Sunday on at 3, 3.05 Central Time on Fox. So afternoon game. I love afternoon games. They're so much better than noon games. Um, uh, Cardinals are four and a half point favorites in this matchup. Cardinals coming off of a huge win against Tennessee Titans. I believe they won, what was it, 38 to, 38 to 13 against the Tennessee Titans. That's a big win for them. And Honestly, they're coming against the Vikings now. Vikings and Titans are both of our offenses are great. And to see them hold the Tennessee Titans to only 13 points, hopefully our Vikings offense can do a little bit better than that. I mean, we'll just have it. We'll go into why the Vikings offense should do better than that. But that's that's up to come. So to first take a look at the Vikings injury report. So Vikings Wednesday injury report. Anthony Barr did not practice on Wednesday, still with his knee injury. Anthony Barr lit, missed last week due to this knee injury and all of preseason. So after not practicing Wednesday, I'd expect that he also misses this week due to his injury. And we have to see Blake Lynch or Ryan Connolly start at strong side linebacker once more. After that, uh, Christian Derrissa, offensive tackle, has missed all of preseason. Missed last week also due to a groin injury. Was limited during Wednesday's practice and is questionable to play in Sunday's matchup against the Cardinals. Even if he is fully healthy healthy to play I would expect Rashad Hill still to play at left tackle after Rashad Hill even though he had a bad week last week Rashad Hill has been under this offense a lot longer and I'd expect that he would still start at left tackle but it's good to see Christian Darius come in and hopefully he can take that role by the end of the season Harrison Hand did not practice on Wednesday due to a hamstring injury Harrison Hand is that quiet player in this Vikings that we actually need we do really need Harrison Hand now we don't see him play very many defensive snaps but as a special teamer we would like to see Harrison Hand fully healthy to play and he can also be that depth piece in the secondary Nick Vigil uh, was limited during Wednesday's practice due to an ankle injury. Nick Vigil, huge player. We need him to play in this defense because I'm tired of seeing these no-name linebackers come in. Blake Lynch, Ryan Connolly, all these guys that are just okay. We need these stud linebackers, especially when you're playing an offense like the Arizona Cardinals. So hopefully Nick Vigil or Nick Vigil and um, Anthony Barr will both be healthy to play. I wouldn't expect Barr to be healthy, but hopefully... Nick Vigil can play. And the notable Cardinals injuries, right tackle Kelvin Beecham did not practice on Wednesday due to a ribs injury. Now, this uh, Kelvin Beecham guy, he, I'm assuming that he's not going to play. They should actually play Josh Jones at right tackle. Josh Jones was a um, right tackle in college and is their starting right guard. So I he was on the Vikings radar in 2020. I said the Vikings should have tried to should have tried to bring him in as a guard or as a left tackle. They did not do so. Cardinals drafted him. I would expect that they are probably not going to use them at right, right tackle knowing the Cardinals, but if I was them, I would. So uh, first taking a look at the Cardinals highlighted by their offense. I mean, Cardinals have one of the best offenses in the NFL led by quarterback Kyler Murray, who is now going into his third season, going to be this year's 
he's a potential MVP candidate for this year. Uh, and then DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore, AJ Green, just a heavy passing offense right there. And what are the Vikings bad against? the pass. So Vikings defense is going to have a huge problem stopping this offense this week. And it's no question about that. They also have uh, Max Williams, which is their starting tight end doesn't get very many targets, obviously, because their wide, their wideouts get all the targets. But Max Williams, um, he's, he's a fan of mine. Anyone who comes out of Minnesota, I do like. So I'm not going to cheer against Max Williams. But for the rest of them, hopefully our Vikings defense can do a lot better than they did against the Cincinnati Bengals when they allowed far too many explosive plays against Jamar Chase against against T Higgins, against uh, Tyler Boyd. I mean, it was just horrendous. Our, our Vikings secondary was all just God awful against those ben the Bengals. And that's specifically at the corner position. I mean, Harrison Smith, great safety, Xavier Woods, excellent safeties. Our safety group is great. We're looking at these corners. And then you take a look at our other corners. I mean, Bashad Breeland and Mackenzie Alexander both started in the uh, last week's game against the Bengals. Bashad Breeland had a 26 PFF grade and Mackenzie Alexander had a 39.6. That is awful. That is horrendous. Patrick Peterson was our best corner last week, and even he didn't look that good. If you saw that clip where he got destroyed by Jamar Chase, the young rookie Jamar Chase just wrecked a veteran like that. So that just shows that Patrick Peterson is on his decline, and we've seen it the last few seasons, but still, he is our guy. We have to get behind him. Number seven, purple and gold, Patrick Peterson. Hopefully, he can have a good game against this Bengals or against this uh, Arizona Cardinals offense because we really need him to. And that's taking a look at our defense against their offense. They're going to have explosive plays front, back, and center against this Vikings defense. So uh, Cardinals play it where every down is a passing down. Now they do have a okay running game. They have James Conner now, and they also have the um, uh, Chase Edmonds. So they have a decent running game. Thing is, no matter what down it is, Cardinals, it's likely that they're going to pass, whether that's first and 10 or whether that's fourth and 10. We're going to see the Cardinals pass on just about every down, and that is the Vikings that's the hardest thing against this Vikings defense because we all were terrible against these explosive plays and we need to be able to rush the passer on every down. So hopefully we can see a big, a big game from Daniel Hunter. Maybe DJ Wanham steps up into the spot. Um, on third down, we could see more of Everson Griffin and Sheldon Richardson hopefully being able to rush the passer. With that being said, Arizona Cardinals rank 11th on PFF grades for uh, offensive line. So it's going to be a rough one. It's going to be a rough one when it comes to protecting the pass when it comes to rushing the passer. So you take a look at the Cardinals offense. They should be able to put around 30 points against this Vikings defense. However, I just went over all the negatives. Vikings offense. We are still great. Now, yes, we lost BC Johnson. Yes, we lost Chad Beebe and Earl Smith Jr. However, we have Dalvin, Tom Dalvin Cook. We have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen on offense. We should have a day against this Cardinals defense. Now, like I said already, the Cardinals defense did a great job for, uh, holding Tennessee Titans to only 13 points. That's a Tennessee Titans offense with A.J. Brown, uh, Derek Henry, Julio Jones. I don't know. I don't know who their tight end is now, but they did have John o. Smith last year, and they also had Corey Davis, who are both no longer with their team. So, uh, and then Ryan Tannehill, obviously being their under center, so an excellent Titans offense held them to only 13 points. We should be a different story, and it all starts with those penalties. Vikings cannot have any stupid penalties. Vikings cannot have any stupid turnovers. That is what makes us lose easy. This is what makes us lose matchups like the Cardinals, where we need to give it where we need to be at our best to win this game. Vikings cannot have these stupid penalties, stupid turnovers that just lose us this game. A simple turnover can easily, 
easily make this game a loss. Vikings need to be at their best if they want to win an away game against a offense, against a defense like the Arizona Cardinals. Now, their offense gets a lot of praise, like I just said, but their defense, they also have J.J. Uh, Watt and Chandler Jones, who are rushing the passer. Chandler Jones is leading the NFL in sacks with five sacks last week. That's incredible. I don't I don't remember the last time I've seen a linebacker get five sacks in one game. Uh, and then in the secondary, they have Byron Mercy, Murphy. They have Robert Alford. They have Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons. So they're loaded front, back, and center. Thing is, they do have weak points on their defense that we can attack, specifically in the run-stopping game. And what are the Vikings the best at? Running. Vikings run the ball on just about every down, and this is where we could see Dalvin Cook have a day against this uh, Cardinals defense, and we need Dalvin Cook to have a day if the Vikings are going to win this matchup, and it all starts with the offensive line. Last week, Vikings offensive line was horrendous in protecting for Kirk Cousins, awful in blocking for Dalvin Cook. And I don't really understand that because last year we saw uh, Garrett Bradbury great for blocking for Dalvin Cook. Now, yes, Garrett Bradbury doesn't look like first-round talent. In fact, he's pretty bad when it comes to a center. Um, and then Ezra Cleveland, also great at blocking for Dalvin Cook. We didn't get to see it last week, and that's mostly due to every Vikings were passing on just about every down because it was first and 25 due to false starts from Rashad Hill and uh, Tyler Conklin. So not a good get, not a good day when it comes to uh, easy fixable mistakes. So hopefully this week we won't see the same amount of false starts, the same amount of turnovers, the same amount of um, uh, offsides that we saw the last week. So hopefully we can see a different story when it comes to that coming into the week two matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. But if we do start for just easy blocks for Dalvin Cook, you can get CJ Ham on Isaiah Simmons, get a block, and you'll have Dalvin Cook one-on-one -on -one against Buda Baker. I mean, this is what you want. You want Dalvin Cook to be one-on-one -on -one against one of these safeties, one-on-one -on -one against a, a linebacker too, I guess, if you if you do have CJ Ham block for a different linebacker, you can have a one-on-one -on -one against a linebacker, one-on-one -on -one against a safety, and that is where you start winning, is establishing that run in the first half, early in the game, use that run to set up the pass. It's it's We're really looking at our offense here. Because there's no question this Vikings defense is going to have problems against this Cardinals offense. We just know it's going to happen. Because Vikings defense, we should be good against the run. Who cares? Vikings, Cardinals pass on every down. Who cares how good we are against the run? It comes to rushing the passer and and uh, coverage grade. If the Vikings do come up with a win against this uh, Arizona Cardinals, it will likely be because of our offense. Unless if the Arizona Cardinals make easy mistakes. I mean, Kyler Murray's a short guy. He might throw a lobby ball into double coverage. It's possible that the defense could come up with a capitalizing on the Arizona Cardinals mistakes, but Arizona Cardinals at their best, there's no way that this defense will be able to stop them. And then the five steps to victory. So if the Vikings win, they'll have to capitalize on the mistakes from the Arizona Cardinals and then also not make stupid mistakes. Now, we already went over some of these steps, so if we take a look into my five steps of uh, to how the Vikings will be able to, or how they would be able to win if they do win, establishing the run. I mean, we already talked about it, and we're going to talk about it on just about every week. Vikings have to establish the run with Dalvin Cook in the first half. Use that run to set up the pass. It's that simple. That's how the Vikings offense operates, and that's how we need to continue to work our Vikings offense. Vikings were failed to do so during week one's matchup against the Bengals, and that's because we were on our own five-yard line after all these penalties on just about every drive. So this week, as long as we don't have the same amount of penalties, Vikings should be able to establish the run in the first half of the game. Time of possession, keeping the ball out of Kyler Murray's hands. I mean, time of possession, I believe the Vikings will have three to one when it comes to time of possession in this matchup because Cardinals against his Vikings secondary should be able to score in 
five plays go 80 yards in five plays Vikings offense we should be able to have time of possession keeping the ball out of Kyler Murray's hand also Kirk Cousins feeling the pressure again this is how you avoid making stupid mistakes this is how you avoid making fumbles bad uh throwing out of bounds bad uh, interceptions Kirk Cousins has to feel the pressure and be able to hit someone in the open field check down pass to Dalvin Cook something simple just to pick up a few yards Kirk Cousins has to be able to feel the pressure I'll give him credit he did a great job last week but when it comes to previous memory 2019-2020 Kirk Cousins is unable to feel the pressure as he doesn't have much time inside the pocket when it comes to our offensive line as a whole. So they're going to be rushing you on just about every down. Chandler Jones is going to be rushing you. Uh, JJ Watt's going to be able to run right past Rashad Hill. So hopefully we do see a better performance when it comes to our offensive line and protecting for Kirk Cousins, giving him more pocket time. And we just need him to have his pocket awareness in this week matchup. And then four and five, simple. No stupid penalties, no stupid turnovers. Don't make dumb mistakes that are going to make you lose the game like you did against the Bengals. I mean, when it comes to turnovers, really the Vikings, that's not, even though Dalvin Cook's uh, knee was down and it was overturned, or I mean, it wasn't overturned. And that was the ending call that made the Vikings lose a game against the Bengals. The Vikings lost the game because of the Bengals was because of the stupid penalties that they had in the all four quarters. They didn't even fix it. I mean, first quarter was the worst. Yeah, I guess it got a little bit better. But when it all comes down to it, Vikings did not fix the problem when it comes to penalties. Hopefully going up into this next week's matchup, we don't have as many false starts, offsides. I mean, illegal formation. How do you have two illegal formations in one game? I just don't understand that. That's that's stupid penalties. Don't have this holding your Vikings offense back. When you have these stupid penalties, now you're first and 35. How is Delvin Cook going to be able to get you a, a first down? I just don't understand it. So Hopefully this week's matchup, we won't have as, in fact, I'm almost positive we're not going to have as many stupid penalties as we had in the first week. And it was, it was our fault. Vikings lost that game because of this penalties, because of these stupid penalties that held us back and then also blown coverage on the defense, which that's going to be hard to fix. That's going to be really hard to fix is this blown coverage on defense, especially now when you're going into a much better offense like the Arizona Cardinals, it's going to be rough on this Vikings defense. Hopefully they can come up huge. If the Vikings defense comes up huge, that would be massive. And I, I would love to see that happen. But Patrick Peterson, he is getting old and maybe maybe this is what he needs just to play his old team. And hopefully he can do a lot better, even though he's going to be protecting DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best route runners and pass catchers in the NFL. So hopefully it's a lot better. Anyways, uh, taking a look into our predictions, bold prediction of the week. KJ Osborne will have his first career NFL touchdown. We love this guy. We love KJ Osborne, second year player out of Miami, fifth round draft pick in 2020, uh, had his first reception last week with the Minnesota Vikings after his rookie season was a complete disaster. Now we have BC Johnson, who suffered with a torn ACL out for the season. Chad Beebe also out for the season. On top of that, you have Earth Smith Jr. with the meniscus uh, injury, who is also out for the season. So now KJ Osborne is our number three target, and Kirk Cousins love this guy as KJ Osborne had nine targets in the first week matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals, and I'd expect that he continues to have that this week with his first NFL touchdown as well. KJ Osborne had more receiving yards and receptions than Justin Jefferson in the first week. I believe he did have more receptions than Justin Jefferson in the first week. I might have to uh, fact check that, but I know he was second on the team when it comes to receiving yards after Adam Thielen. Vikings player of the game, Dalvin Cook. I already went into this. Dalvin Cook, 29 carries, 4.3 yards per carry, 7 receptions, with a total of 184 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Dalvin Cook will have a day against this Arizona Cardinals defense. As long as we don't have all the stupid penalties that we had in week one, Dalvin Cook should cook against this uh, Arizona Cardinals defense. And when Dalvin Cook cooks, the entire offense cooks. So 
I hope to see this happen where we use the run to set up the pass after establishing the run early in the game. Final prediction for the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings will have to lose this game. I just can't predict the Vikings to win this game. It's not like I, I hate to do it. I hate to do it, but I have to be realistic in this because Vikings offense, I believe is going to have a great day. I think they're going to look great. As long as we don't have the false starts, all the offsides, Vikings offense should look great against the Arizona Cardinals defense, even though that's one of the best defenses in the NFL when it comes to just judging off of week one matchups. Arizona Cardinals have one of the best pass rush and coverages in the NFL, but I think that the Vikings defense is going to have a rough time against this Cardinals offense. I mean, it's going to be explosive plays back to back all the time, and it's going to be rough to see this Vikings defense try to protect for them as week one was awful. It was terrible. I, I think Bashad Breland's going to have a bounce back game. I don't know what it is. I just, it's like that feeling that you get when you, after a week when Bashad Breland, a veteran corner like he is, when he has such a bad week like he had a 29 PFF, 26 PFF grade, one of the worst when it comes to starting corners in the NFL, I think he's going to have a bounce back week. In fact, I think he's going to be the top ranked corner by PFF with the Minnesota Vikings this week. Just because he's this veteran corner, I think he's going to be mad after the results from week one and is going to perform a lot better, especially since he's going to be guarding, uh, I'd expect maybe Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. I mean, they have a lot of weapons on offense. They also have AJ Green now, which is really random. Hopefully he's not guarding AJ Green. We can't have Bashad Breeland try to keep up with his track speed. So uh, with that being said, that's my final prediction for the Minnesota Vikings. 31 to 28 loss going 0-2 on the season, but a very comfortable loss. Last week, we're still on rest with uh, last week's loss. That was an awful loss against the Bengals. This week, even though it's a three-point loss and it's a game that, uh, I mean, a loss is a loss and you don't like to see it. It's going to be a lot more comfortable of a loss going into week three, where we will host the Seattle Seahawks at home for the first home opener with fans since 2019. And that's going to be a total different story. And we'll be previewing that, that matchup next week after the Arizona Cardinal matchup. So I hope you all did enjoy uh, tuning in uh, this preview. If you did, be sure to rate, subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football related content. Thank you. It's going to wrap up episode 114 of Morning Kickoff. I hope you all did enjoy listening to this episode. If you did, be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast for more Minnesota Vikings football related content. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Morning Kickoff. Have a great day.